So do you kind of feel like, you know, we spoke about the methodology department that you experienced at Valencia and how you kind of implement similar ideas in Malaysia as well. If we have something similar in Korea or in other parts of the world that's similar to that, a very strategic way of planning for the team, you know, for the training games and also individually, would that kind of help countries like Korea or, you know, not even, not, not, not only Korea, you know, Japan, China, other countries in, in, in Asia as well, and even in the U.S. because the U.S. is still developing as a football nation. Mm -hmm. Would that kind of, do you, do you feel like that would be a boost to, to, to improve quality of football in, in, in other parts of the world? Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a yes, but it's a yes with conditions. <laughs> Meaning, if we give one book, say okay, the this is a long term program for the development of the players. Here is explaining with under 10s, with under 12s, with 14s, with 16s, with teens, and here's the book. And then we think the job is done. Then it's not going to work. You know. <laughs> then right. I, I I think when when the federations develop these programs. One of the mistakes that sometimes happen is we give a book with all the program and all, and all the theory there, and we say to the clubs or to the, to the different associations in the country, here's what you have to do. And then forget. Then at the end, the people who is getting the book is saying, this book is for me, but they don't believe in the book, you know? Then if they get the book, but they don't believe in what he's saying inside or what they or why they should do this, then at the end they will say, yeah, yes, the book is here. But but they are not going to implement these, you know, these ideas or these theories. And maybe the idea and the theory is very good. But I think at the end, one of the most important things is the people who is there. It's like, okay, we want this. We know we want this. Good. Who is going to make this happen? Then in the clubs and in the associations, we need people who is uh, really devoted and, and really focused on, on this to happen. Because at the end, one of the examples can be, we want high rhythm in the games. You know, if we have high intensity, if the games don't stop, we are going to increase, you know, the stamina and, and the quality of the game and the players will, you know, instead of play, you know, I don't know, 30 pass in one game, they will play 50, is much better. Everything is, everything is like this. Okay, we know, we know, yes. And later we go to the fields and, for example, the referees or some of the clubs who don't believe in this, they go with the time wasting, they go with, you know, with the delays of everything. And at the end it's like, hey, but we said this has to happen. But there's some, you know, people or some uh, some of the branches of, 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 the, of the people involved not doing it is not going to work, you know. Then I think one of the is or one of the mistakes that sometimes can happen and i uh, and i think in most of the places will be the main reason is some of the people has the idea okay we know we have to do this we saw this before like i said in australia in spain in canada in france in many places okay we have to do this but this doesn't go to the real place where it has to go which is the grassroots programs under 12s under 14s under 16s then it doesn't go there doesn't work. Yeah, no, no, that's that's that that's really interesting. And speaking of, you know, your the, the the investment that you've made with yourself to coaching at the youth level, I cannot help but but ask this question to you because you know we're our audience is global, but we're Koreans, and I can't avoid asking you mm -hmm. this question because I heard from young I heard from Young Hoon 
that you're that that you have that you are a former coach of Igang In. You know, I think in Spain they still call him Kanjin Lee. Um Kanjin <laughs> A player <laughs> a player that you once coached at youth level at Valencia, which to us is really fascinating. And Younghun has been mm. aware of this. And when you told me this, I was like, wow, that's that's super interesting because we don't often get a chance to to speak to a coach like that. Um, he's now considered as one of the best players in Asia already at his age. Uh, what would, let, let me ask you this first. What was your relationship with him like? And what was your experience like coaching him at, at, at that level when he was such a youngster? Hmm. Okay, the truth is the... The year before coming to South Korea, I was uh, coaching one team and he has in, he was one year younger. Okay. Then he started the, the season in the younger team. And uh, during that year, he was coming up to train with our group. And at the end of the season, he started to play with, with the team who was one year older because he was excellent in, in everything he did with ball. Right. Then uh, I remember when, when the club told me, to to move to South Korea, and I said yes. I, I told him, "Hey, Kangin, I'm going to your country, uh, and I'm going to your country to stay there. Then I would like you to teach me how are the things in there and all these kind of things." Then he bring me. Yes, yes. I talked to my parents. Then he bring me to to his house, and <laughs> there is the first time I eat kimchi. About South Korea, <laughs> anyway, it's true. And yeah, and after that point, I I, I had the luck to to be with him. In, in the field for maybe two or three months and then I left and, and he continued there. See, so when you met him and having seen him train and having seen him play and things like that when he was when he was younger, that's a, that's during a time when we didn't get to see him as often as you did, probably. Um, and he recently joined PSG, uh, one of the most prominent clubs in European football right now. Are you surprised by his big move, or did you did you see this kid when he was young, and did you just think, "Wow, this kid's gonna be something special"? I think almost everyone back in Valencia FC on those years was thinking he was special because yes, he was different. I mean, uh, when when we are training players, you you see in some of them different things like this guy, you know how he thinks, how mature he is. Maybe this can help him to, you know, to grow. Or this guy with, you know, with these technical skills he has, if he adjusts or he adapts, maybe he reach. But some of them are watching them and it's like, this guy, if he doesn't reach first division, it's because he has an act, you know, he, there's an accident on him and he make and he made bad decisions on where to play or where to go. Other than that, he's gonna make it. And and yeah, I remember uh, one of the years he was in the reserve team. I went. I was already here in Malaysia. I went back to to back to Spain, and I saw him in one of the days training there. Then I greet him. Hey, Kangin, how are you? Long time we don't meet. Yes, yes. And and I remember I told him like, if you stay in Valencia, you are going to play in first division for sure. If you move sooner than you should, it depends. So I think it's good for you to stay. And. And I don't know if he listened to me or not, probably not. <laughs> so yes, we don't know. But but he he stayed two more years and and Valencia had the situation where economically was difficult and this helped help him to, to play, you know. Because at the end, if you are young and, and and you move to a very, very big club and they know you are good, but there's no room for you. You know? 
And if you are in one club who has the chance to to promote players because uh, because they have to sell some of these some of the stars or, or these kind of situations, then this is helping the the youth guys to to grow. And I think Kangin had had some luck in there because Valencia was the the right place. And and after that uh, he went to Mallorca and now he he's in PSG. Uh, Maybe if he's in PSG because the some of the staff in PSG now they are from Spain and, and they know him very well from from the last years. I don't know. It's just a, a supposition. But at the end, it's fair for him. He if he got the chance, he has to take it and and enjoy and try to play as much as possible. Yeah. No. And I want to related to that, not exactly related to the player, but I wanted to ask you a, a coaching question that's that's sort of related to Gangen, I guess, but. One of the biggest difficulties that he had, the, one of the biggest difficulties that Kangen had when he was growing up as a player, um, it was that he was sort of reliant on playing as a 10 and not many other positions when he was younger. I felt like I felt like when he was playing out of position, it was it was kind of difficult for him to to make the impact that he could make as a 10. Um, we all knew that his talents were there, like you said, you know, just having you, you know, you watch him for about five minutes and you can tell that there's something special about him. Um, but his lack of positional versatility, if you can call it that, was 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 a bit of a concern to a lot of us. And you know, as a coach, though, when you're when you're coaching a player like that, a special talent who's sort of like reliant on a particular style of play, um, how do you get the most out of a player like that, especially at 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 youth level? Do you accommodating? Do you accommodate him by putting him in a position where he feels comfortable, or do you kind of have to? challenge him to 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 expand this his boundary i guess yeah it's, it's a tricky a tricky situation right because at the end here there's two points of view what is more important the player or the team what is more important you know at the end at go back to the to the culture of the club and, and the situation right then for example kangin uh, if he is not versatile like you said and he has to play in this position like this club is playing or like this team where he is, is playing he fits in there if he fits then it's fantastic we don't need to adjust anything it's just the piece in there boom and everything is working right but if his profile doesn't fit totally in how the team or how the coach or how the club wants to do then at the end one the day arrives where somebody has to make the decision i don't know if it's the coach the club or the manager or i don't know who but the day arrives the player or the team the player or the club then who wins it depends sometimes the player wins sometimes the team win you know uh, if we change the whole team because of one guy and the and, and the things doesn't work then one project can can go to trash if you trust everything to one guy and then this guy booms and help everyone despite of the changes to become better, then everything is, is, is successful. Then it's tricky. If you ask me what is better, the team or the player? I don't know if I'm not that day in that place and I know deeply what is going on because because if not, I can say to you, thank you. And yes, but my friend, you know who was also in that team? This guy and this guy and this guy and this guy. And it's like, okay, maybe, right? And if I say the team, then you can say, but how can he is in PSG? Are you crazy? And he's like, 
Yes, then it's tricky because it's tricky because I think you have to be there and 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 see how's everything to to do. But yeah, it can happen. Sometimes you have to make decisions, right? This player or or that player, and 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 sometimes the teams or the clubs or the coaches they know they are going to lose uh, one gem in in something in exchange, and and these decisions who are not only regarding this player or 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 this team there's you know in football many things involved so i don't want to judge if the moves done back there were good or bad what i what i know at the end is like Tangin, we 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 saw he was special and and, and he he ended up playing in in the top level right so so good for him yeah the reason why we ask about his sort of development process is because one thing that really surprised us because we don't normally see this with with many players around the world is that over the last year a year and a half or maybe maybe as much as two years it seems like having from having watched his games he's gotten faster and stronger in the last year or so and that's surprising to me because um i mean it, it the, the the fact that he looks faster and stronger in his football actions i always thought you know, the speed and the burst of power and things like that when you move around, these are things you either have as a player or you don't. I never knew that this could be something that's uh, that, that could be achieved by training. Um, Like, so what, what, what's your opinion on this? Or maybe this is the kind of skill that Kangen has always had, but he just had to bring it out of him. Or maybe it's something that he didn't have, but he was able to develop. And for a lot of players, I know this is a challenge because for me, when I was playing football at a, at a very young age, I wasn't very fast. And it wasn't like effort didn't make that change for me. So how does that how how does that work with a lot of players? You know, from a coaching perspective, um, is it possible to improve a player's speed or in terms of his his strength when he's when he when he's moving things of that nature? Is that something that's achievable by 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 training him? It's achievable. The thing is, for example, we are coaching here a team with eighteen and nineteen year old boys. And we have some of players, some of the players look look like kids and they're 18 years old. And some of them look like adults and they are 18 years old. Then one of the things that happen in football is like each player, each body is different. Then, you know, the, the development of the of the body is different. Some some people, they grow very fast when they are 13. Some people, they grow when they are 16. And later on, when you are 19, 20, 22 years old, there's a phase where the body accommodates and uh, you grow you grow your, your muscle mass, right? Then uh, it happens, and not only maybe with Kangin, with other players that they are 17, 18, 19 years old, they start to play in first division, and uh, two years later, you see one photo of them and, and you say, Ooh, they put him in the gym because now he looks much bigger. And, and I, I look at this and it's like, he has been in the gym probably since he's 14, doing different things, but for sure he has been in the gym. Then at the end, if he's faster and stronger, of course, it's because of training, obviously, but can be also an issue of, of matureness, right? The, his body is still adapting a little bit. Then non, not all the players, they reach the, the peak when they, when they are 18. Some they reach in 18, some on 20, some 22, and I'm sure maybe somebody with 23 or 24 years old. Then the, the, the training is important, it's super important because at the end, this is going to help to, to reach your peak maybe a little bit later and, and, and higher, right? 
but I don't think is is a, a a bad training what happened when he was 18 because he was not fast enough for something he he had this you know this this body this condition and for sure he was well trained the thing is we you know we tend to to grow in in many aspects and and to me 18 is not the age where everything is done is to me is later um Younghun, if you have any questions that you want to you want to any conversations that you want to have with with gonzalo i think we can kind of fit it in right now uh, or, or or otherwise, we, I, I think we can we can ask a couple more questions and wrap up. Uh, personally, I want I want to ask you always, but I always I always forgetting about this. So I I want to ask you this. Uh, when I when I were talk with you, when I were talking with you, when you were in department, uh, when you were in methodology department, I I thought you were suffering a little bit because it's office work, not a not a pitch work. So. I, I think when I when I was in conversation with you, I, I thought ah, now Gonzalo is suffering a little bit because now he's he's in the office, not on the pitch. He's in the office every every day, maybe seven or eight hours. So now now I, I thought uh, he's suffering. But how was how was it feel? How how was your opinion about that experience? I think it was necessary, right? When when you are a football coach, you love to be in the field. I mean. Is there you you step into the field you train and then your your brain heals i say my brain heal when i'm training you know i have everything is burning you have many things and many ideas in your mind and when you are on training is is that is only that activity you forget about everything else you get you get healed right then the the problem that we have the coaches is when we have one job or one duty where we are not stepping in in the field like you said, we suffer, right? Because it's like I would like, you know, I would like to be there. Then, yeah, the 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 training is necessary, but sometimes the experience of being in one side also helps you to understand uh, the things different or better. So, I would like to be always outside the field. No, not at all. But I think if you have periods where where you can, you know, try to do things uh, different or from different perspective, this can help you to to grow yeah interesting and and how was the building process in malaysia i i always talk to people that uh i worked with gonzalo and he he worked he worked with me and he's the one who created all these vocabularies his vocabularies in from spain from spanish words to english words for example desmarque on mark uh desmark uh, means the the player what what the players do when they don't have the ball. So, but he he made the words and we used it. And all the players, all the coaches in Valencia Academy, we used it. And I think uh, it's a good thing because uh, not just for coaches, uh, from the communication between coaches and players and players and players. It, this tactical communication helps a lot. And I think uh, Spain has this in their whole territory. Because the federation made it, some some those words, so now they are good. I think this this part is pretty important. So uh, I I I'd like to ask you the that building process experience in Korea helped you in Malaysia too. Yes, a lot. Uh, we, we, you remember we call it tactical communication, right? The coaches and the players they talk to to each other using the same. Then the players inside the field most of the times they they use these words. Then at the end it's like. Is a language that we adapt or we adjust to to what we need 
and and this is helping everyone to to communicate better and to understand better and it's not uh, you know something that is maybe essential but if you are in academy and you are developing kids from 12 to 20 i think it's very important because at the end uh, it's part of the identity it's like it's who we are is also who we are is how we talk and, and how we express ourselves right then uh, yeah it's, it's very important to me uh, I want I want you to talk about this because uh, since uh, since when I came back from the Spain, almost many from my friends some some of my friends who doesn't have who don't have any relationship with football, but also many Korean coaches once uh, they ask me, hey, Youngo, how is uh, what is the difference between Spain and Korea? What is the what is the biggest difference in football in in football fo Spanish football and Korean football? And then I say. Uh, I'd like to say I I'd like to say uh, we we Koreans have to understand football as a human activity because it's it's a human activity what humans humans do so we have to understand it in that way but maybe we 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 isolate it too much so because uh, humans do communications we have to do we have to understand how it works and how it can be effective so it's you can say some word you can say a word but you can you with that word you think this but other people think in other way so Different. we have to define yeah we have to define it we have to maybe we, we have to think think we when we remind that word we have to in we have to think in same way so but maybe we 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 still we still doesn't we still don't arrive that level i think yeah, but like like I said before, if if uh, some people is is hearing us and and he can get this idea, he he can start you know to to apply by themselves. And if they have a small academies or they are working for a different labs, they can bring up this. And yeah. and the moment everyone else see that is useful, then it's like oh, this is a must. It has to be here. Yeah. And. Uh, is going to happen everywhere no can we impose to everyone of course not but at the end is is what i think right it's like it is i see this and and i didn't invent this it's not you know it's not something i said oh i'm the first one doing this no but what i do is i observe the others then who oh, these guys are talking and this is useful then i'm going to try to do the same the same for me and we are going to be better and and i think the moment they see this is useful this moment they are going to, to do and not only the communication, like many, many other things, right? For the training programs and the weekly plans, and all these things, when when you see there's at the end of the year, okay, let's check. Okay, doing this, we have 10 guys, uh, sorry, 10 less injured guys this year, or we have more injuries, or we have, it's not only who play or who don't play, it's, you know, you have to assess everything. And and when the different departments come come together, and you know when and you can observe all these things at the end it's like okay good this is working because of the experience and and different not only our experience other studies and our experience this is working we have to keep doing this this is not working okay good this one we don't need anymore or we need different and i think the process of assessment and evaluation of everything you do is very important because if you are trying and say no this is like this because it's coming from spain and they do and it's good Problem. If you give one book, this book is coming from I don't know where. This is what you have to do. 
no, you have to, you know, you have to, like I said, you have to put the hands there, you have to give shape yeah. to everything, you have to assess, and it's the day by day, it's the day to, you know, to, to become better. Yeah, you have to adjust and you have to adapt to yourself too. Of course, you have to adapt. If you take exactly the same from somewhere else, mm. something will be missing for sure. Yeah. Should we wrap up? Are we, are we good? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna wrap up just to, just one last question because we ended our first episode with the same question, and I kind of plan on using this using this same question to to end every each each of our each of our episodes. So Gonzalo, so if you can kind of share with us how you felt about you know being involved in this in this conversation with us, you know this the, the experience that you've had with us, and also if you can kind of share with us what you're what you're aiming to accomplish as a football coach going forward, what your ult like I don't want to say ultimate goal because that sounds a little too serious, but if you can if you can kind of share your ideas as to what kind of coach that you would like to continue to become, and you know your your overall experience, you know just having this conversation with us here today, um, that would be a great way to uh, wrap up the show. I think. Well, I. If I told you the truth, in in the day by day, what I want is to to be happy, right? Uh, some people, I go back to Spain and say, "Hey, you still in Malaysia?" It's like you still in Malaysia doesn't sound good. I'm still in Malaysia and I'm super happy, you know. And, and I'm coaching there, and and I feel realized at some point. Then uh, what I want to be is to be happy training, and and you know, and to to feel that. The, the things are going better with the kids you have or with the boys you have or with the seniors you have and and with this we go and of course you want to win of course i want to win but if i have the feeling if i have the obsession we have to win then you block you know your yourself and, and the things doesn't work sometimes then i always tell the players hey we are going to give everything we have to get the points but if not we have to feel we tried and we tried very very hard what we cannot feel is like we lost and we give up this this cannot happen right then the the objective as a coach is to to win as much as possible but to win because because we train and, and we try to apply everything we learn very hard and, and later on we will see if of course if i have the chance to go to, to a higher positions or or higher experiences I will try to take it. Yes, hundred percent. And I repeat, but I'm. I want to be happy. And then the last thing regarding your program, I'm. I repeat, I'm. I'm proud and happy to to be here. I know Yong Hun from nine years ago, and he has been always a, an excellent, an excellent, uh, human. You know, human. How can I say? Like human being, with with me and and. And the help he he surrendered always was was astonishing, and yeah. And the last thing is these kind of chats uh, are very nice because we start saying ah we we do a short chat blah blah, blah. we can stop talk hours and hours and hours. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm very glad to to be part of of your of your podcast, and I will try to. If you want to remember me when, when it comes, I will watch again. And the next episodes, of course, I will, I will hear also. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we want to thank you for taking your time because, you know, with all the time difference between Korea, the U.S. and Malaysia, I know it gets a little, little difficult, but I think we figured out a way to make this work. So, yeah, thank you so much for taking your time. So, yeah, that's it for us for episode number two. 
uh, with with Gonzalo. Uh, it's been a it's been a great time. Really enjoyed our conversation. We'll be back with episode number three with another very special special guest, but we'll keep that a secret for now. Um, so yeah, we'll be back for next time. And uh, until then, goodbye, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks,